0: One of those pieces of advice that it's in all the time management is just tell yourself you'll do something for five minutes because it's very likely you will, and then you'll get engaged in it, and then you'll keep going, and then you'll be afraid to stop because you don't know when you'll ever start again, and then you'll keep going, and then you'll get too hungry and uncomfortable, and your back will hurt, and you'll have missed lunch because you're still so afraid to stop, and then you're going to have this completely negative association with the whole thing, more so than you had beforehand, And then the next time you say, I'm just going to do something for five minutes, you know you're lying to yourself. That's not going to work.
1: ADHD Rewired, episode 153. This is the show designed for those of us with really good intentions, but a slightly wandering attention. My name is Eric Tivers. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, coach, and speaker. The website is ADHDrewired.com. We know that starting is the hardest part, so let's get started. But first, let me tell you about this.
0: This group did not fix everything, but it completely transformed me in ways that I did not expect and I'm incredibly grateful for. I've always felt in my adult life that I've just sort of been pulled along by this current and not had any control over what I'm doing and where I'm going, including my present job. But I'm feeling much better about investing in myself and figuring out what I want to do.
2: I'm amazed at how much of a transformation people make through the course of the group. And I'm amazed at the commitment people make to themselves. It's an honor knowing people like you. You know, trust me, I've met so many of you. Uh, Over the course of this year, I never knew this kind of person, a person like me existed. And I remember uh, coming back after my first session, uh, you know, when I did the coaching group and telling my husband, these are my people. I can't believe I've found them finally.
1: Early registration is going on right now through the end of January. Registration is by appointment only and I have availability for calls only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Don't wait for early registration to end for the spaces to fill up because we only have eight spots available. Get $450 off by registering early. But you got to do it now. Go to coachingrewired.com and schedule your registration call with me today. That's coachingrewired.com. No, seriously, today is actually the last day. It's January 31st. So if you want to lock in early registration pricing, you really should probably stop what you're doing right now and schedule that call with me. Unless you are driving, then please, for the love of everything that is shiny, please pull over first and when you're in a safe space. And then go to my website, go to coachingrewired.com. Click on the blig the blig. The big blue button there that says schedule a call with me. I look forward to talking with you soon. Oh, as of right now, it's Friday, 5 30 p.m. We have two spots left. The ADHD Women's Palooza is just around the corner. It is February 6th through the 11th. Registration for this event is absolutely free. You can see all 36 speakers live or up to 24 hours after the airing of each session. Or you can purchase the Encore Package And get all of them, the audio and video, at your time and watch them when you want to. If you want to do that, I wouldn't wait. Because after February 10th, the price will go up. It's 50% off right now. You can go to EricTivers.com slash Palooza. That's P-A-L-O-O-Z-A. And you can register. Or upgrade to the pink ticket. You get all of that in the Encore Package. Plus, special access to live events. Connect with people via phone or chat. There's prizes awarded every 15 minutes. And... For 30 days, you will get an inspirational video message from every person who spoke at the Palooza, including me. Want a reminder of who's speaking there? Ned Hallowell, Sari Solden, Russell Barkley, Ellen Littman, Thomas Brown, John Rady, William Dotson, Stephen Hinshaw, Ari Tuckman, Stephanie Sarkis, Barbara Luther, Michelle Frank, Roberto Olivardia, Tara McGillicuddy, Rick Green, Mark Burton, Carolyn McGuire, Linda Watt, Alan Brown, Nikki Kinder, David Guerk, Evelyn Green, Amanda Pasucci,o Linda Rodley, who's one of the hosts, Jeff. Copper, Melissa Orlov, Elaine Taylor Clouse, Terry Matlin, the other host, Jody Sleeper Triplet, Wilma Fellman and Lori Dupar. And of course, I'll be there too. Go to erictivers.com slash Palooza to register. Upgrade to the icrow package, but do it before the price goes up on February 10th. Erictivers.com slash Palooza. Welcome back to another episode of ADHD Rewired. Today's guest is Dr. Kim Kensington. Kim is a clinical psychologist who maintains a private practice in Santa Monica, California. She is the author of Starting Tomorrow: Seven Steps to Lasting Change to Get Stuff Done and Have More Fun. And she's a contributing author to integrated care, creating effective mental and primary health care teams. She's been quoted in Forbes.com, in ADHD, Women and Work, What It's Like, and Ways to Cope. She's written for, a, for numerous online publications, including Psych Central, LifeScript.com, and others. She grew up in Honolulu, where she attended, you're going to have to help me with this one. Punahou? Exactly, with President Obama. <laughs> Still for another couple of days. Cool. She received her BA from Amherst College and her PsyD from the Virginia Consortium Program. When not acting or performing stand-up comedy, Dr. Kim's favorite procrastination pastime is walking on the beach with her dog Hazy. So, for the podcast listeners, I would encourage you to go to YouTube and see how painful this the intro was. It took about <laughs> seven takes of me trying to control laughter and fumbling. And um, it's a, a great display of um, fumbling. And here we are. Hi, Kim.
0: Hi. I have to make one correction, though. I haven't written for those publications. I've been interviewed for them.
1: Okay. Thank you. the The record has been edited. Thank you. Congratulations on your interviews with them.
0: Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> so, all right. Um, let's see, give a little bit of a background. So Kim and I know each other from chat. We, we uh, I don't know, four or five, six years ago was the first time. We it was one
0: that. of your first.
1: Yeah, it was one of my first. It
0: was your first, I think. Oh gosh, I sound so, okay.
1: <laughs> it's my first time. And um, and we've just become friends uh, since then. And uh, Kim is, in addition to being an expert in procrastination, both personally and professionally, um, she's just a really fun Person, so Kim, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, my pleasure to be here.
1: You know, it was actually a year ago yesterday where you were, I think, originally supposed to come on the show. Wow! And then you reminded That's me, crazy, that, yeah. Then you reminded me that I was the one that canceled on you, so I'm, I, I am sorry about that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't even remember.
0: Apology that. accepted.
1: Thanks. Well, you know. <laughs> so
0: where? <should laughs> What's we it start? gonna take to get you on my show? You canceled on me, dude. <laughs>
1: That was just sort of my way of saying I really want you to come on the show yeah
0: no, thank
1: you so let's talk, talk about procrastination let's talk later. about your book later later okay yeah. fine then let's put that off and I want to talk about what what were you just doing um, that's your other professional life you're, you're,
0: what was you're, I you're, just you're, doing
1: you're, yeah yeah you're this
0: a- morning acting. I saw what? clients that life you're <laughs> yesterday an actress. I went to an acting class okay. I just finished a play talk about that the play yes because i had so much fun doing the play i was in a play called the tale of the allergist's wife by charles bush and i got to play mm, sexy confident mysterious uh possibly criminal person who causes all sorts of trouble and seduces a man and his woman and her husband and then I got five thousand dollars from the mom and you know, and then I got really mean. It was awesome. It was so
1: much fun. Which so much fun. Which is like the the almost polar opposite of who you are as a person.
0: Some people were really really kind of the some people that came and saw me, like neighbors were just think like, there was one set of neighbors that came and they were just like I, they yeah, they Stunned. were forked. I wanted you guys to see it so badly because it was different.
1: So let me ask you this. So I've worked with some uh, some actors uh, with, with ADHD and they struggle with memorizing lines. How do you deal with that?
0: I do, that's, you know, when I was in like elementary school, like they had us memorize something and I was really good at it. And so I have this idea in my head that I'm, I'm good at memorizing things. So that helps that I have that confidence. Um, there's also an app. Well, there's lots of apps, but an app is very helpful. The hardest thing, of course, is, you know, starting, buckling down, doing it. I used to, I remember sitting under a tree with a script, like line by line by line. But but now there's an app and there's
1: what's the app called?
0: other ways to think about it. Um, I'd have to look it up.
1: Okay. Well, we'll like, see if we can get... Line your, learner, maybe? Line learner. Okay. Look it up. A no, that's fine. As she's looking it up. So she's showing her, her iPhone screen to the the camera. Is that and, a bad idea? No, that's fine. I'm just trying to, because expl- it's hard to see over audio. So I'm explaining it for the people who are just listening. Yeah,
0: it's Line Learner.
1: Okay. So, how so does that's that, really fun. How does that And work?
0: it's just, it's also just, well, that you record. It's very fancy. You record, you can actually have them record their lines. The easiest way is I record everybody's lines. And then you can set it so that you just hear the cues or their lines and then you fill it in. And this thing has options that you can prompt yourself and you can hear what the actual line is supposed to be, but then you can also have them record their lines. It's very fancy. Cool. The basic idea is that you, I don't know if I'm more of an auditory learner. I've never known that sort of thing. I probably am, but I can, I hear their line and then I have a chance to think like, what would I, as my character, what, what I'd be thinking in response to that and then saying
1: it. No, that's, that's cool. That's, that's very cool. I like that. idea.
0: Yeah. It's funny. And then in the car on the way there every night before one of my clients to say,
1: he always practices in the car and, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your book. Is it later yet?
0: No, it's you no, know, now that you've set the stage, it's going to come as soon as we're done. All
1: right. Just
0: because UPS said to expect it by two does not mean. <laughs>
1: So I think I, I don't remember if I shared this with the um, oh, I did it for I discussed this on the just the video that you the audio, the podcast listeners haven't heard yet. So there's a possibility that um, the, this this conversation might get interrupted by UPS or whoever the delivery guy is for for Kim, who is delivering a copy of her book, 10, Ten copies of her book. Um, so if, uh, if that happens, we're just going to keep rolling and, uh, we'll squeeze the gap, uh, in the editing process for the, the podcast. So if there's a long gap, we didn't hear that thanks to editing. So, um, and then we talked about a whole unpackaging, uh, what is that Unboxing. what it's called? Unboxing. 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 Yeah. Unpackaging. I, no, so I'm
0: already with my Swiss army knife. <laughs>
1: so, um, talk to us about the book. What's it about?
0: Well, I, I wonder. I'm just gonna have to ask. So, you really wanted a copy?
1: I did. Did
0: you Did you open the file?
1: I did open the file.
0: <laughs> okay, that's all I'll ask. Uh...
1: Yeah, that's as far as I got. <laughs> I scrolled through really, really quickly.
2: Um...
1: Yeah, and and after you sent me that that digital copy, the thought occurred to me: it's like, why did I even have you do that? Because like, I hate digital copies of like things that I want to read.
0: Well, and it's so much nicer in, the, in this there's white space and yes. Um, so the book is about okay, it's about making habits to get things done. It's about establishing routines. Okay. Because one of my huge issues and lots of my clients is initiation, activation, getting started, things like going to the gym. And it occurred to me one day that there are some things I just do. They're just routines. I don't know how I don't struggle. I somehow walk my dog every single day. So I should be able to exercise every single day. And then I was like, went to the bookstore, tried to find the book that would tell me how to do this in 28 days, just create the routine. Anyway, I couldn't find it. Like, this is ridiculous. I have a doctor in psychology. I'm just going to write it. So it's a very, very, very broken down by that. I mean, step by step, by step, by paint by number step, how to make habits how to create routines based on you don't have to have any structure in your life whatsoever. Cause that's assumed. You don't have to have any motivation, no willpower. That's just all taken for granted. It's taken for granted that you'll be interested for the first maybe 24 hours if it lasts that long. And if you're not, if you haven't set something up by then to keep you in, that's all external. It, you know, if the whole thing is dicey. So that's basically what it is with its behavior mod in a book with as much levity as I could squeeze in there without being too obnoxious, but I wanted it to be light and fun and playful-ish and so simple. So it's and, basically 28 days of 28-day program.
1: Okay. So share with us, what are some of the, the so let's say you want, here. Let's, let's walk through this. So I want to um, uh, develop the habit of doing a, a regular meditation practice. Okay. Okay. It's been something that when I am when I'm doing it and I just it's I, I it's so helpful for me. I mm-hmm. have not really been able to maintain it for longer than a few weeks. Okay. Help me out, Doc.
0: All right. So, where in your day do you want it to go?
1: I think that I want it to go during sort of my natural lull, like my my brain's lull, um, which is usually around two o'clock.
0: Okay. Does it, is, does anything normally happen around two? It doesn't have I to... typically
1: have my, my calendar, uh, uh, blocked off, um, for just working on different stuff. So typically clients cannot schedule with me, uh, during that time. Uh, so it's a time that typically works for me.
0: Okay. Well, if you have any sort of a reminder, then that's, you can try to do it by two. I generally advise against trying to do something at the stroke of any time because our lives are really variable okay. and a lot of us are perfectionists so if we say i'm gonna mind do meditation for 10 minutes at 2 and 201 we haven't started yet it's too late we've blown it now we know not have we don't have the full time we were gonna do it so it's gone so i much prefer sequencing things yes and that has a lot more flexibility so i was looking for anything you do like if you did you say something about a shake I don't know. I don't think so. What, whatever. If you eat lunch or you come back or you have a client, do you have a client often that ends then?
1: Um, usually before or after or around that time.
0: So you look for anything that's the cue to anchor that would be to. right before. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if you do, if you set up the repetitions enough time that can become like a trigger, but you also look for what happens after that. What do you usually do next?
1: Um. Either I, because usually during that time is sort of my, where I do a lot of time blocking for working on the content development, sometimes stuff like posting stuff on social media. Um, uh, You're working. Yeah, I'm working.
0: Is there anything fun you'd really like to be doing after that or that you end up doing that maybe you shouldn't be doing? Like, Do you find that you check Facebook or the news or that anything is I do that
1: more trying to home. draw you? Although one okay. of the th- one of the, my my goals this year is actually to uh, uh, spend more time playing music, um, and so looking at uh, so I'll grab my camera once again so you can see my guitar uh, back there, and so eventually actually been I have a, a got this really really cool app uh, recently called Musician, and it's a great inst- like instructor app. It's probably like the you know similar to your app on uh you know, teaching uh lines but it's a great this teaching tool and i so enjoy it and so i started doing uh um just yesterday my first session of doing uh the, our our winter coaching groups where we do uh three sessions a day so a, a group right so i have um my morning to, to first afternoon session there's an hour gap and then the Uh, early afternoon to later afternoon session, uh, there's an hour and a half gap and I sort of made a commitment with myself to not really do a lot of work during that time. Like I need to have a brain break. Otherwise my third group is not gonna get, You know, they're gonna get like half of me, my brain anyways. Um, So yesterday I I did this and I I, uh, um, was playing some stuff on guitar and it was like, it was really good. It felt like really recharging.
0: Okay, so you have a group and it ends. You have an hour and a half till the next one. Mm -hmm. You like to play guitar. So how much, how much mindfulness did you say or meditation?
1: I didn't say, like, I, I know that I have been really good and I've done five to 10 minutes, like, okay. yeah.
0: So let's say you, you do five or you do t- 10, whatever. What, when, when the group ends, you do your mindfulness, mm-hmm. you might need a reminder and your reward is you get to play guitar for the rest of the hour.
1: So uh, yesterday I was, uh, um, my, my plan was I was gonna eat lunch Play guitar, and then do some mindfulness meditation. I ate lunch. Mm-hmm. I played guitar, right? And then I played guitar somewhere. And I—it's ha- not that I forgot. It's not right. that I forgot, because like, I was like, oh, I'm really like, I'm really enjoying this right now, and I don't want to shift to meditation.
0: And that's why I set it up the way that I did, because your whole face lights up when you talk about guitar. Like that's got juice for you, and it's rewarding and it's fun, and. So if you can wedge this new habit right in front of something fun, then you're doing that learning theory stuff, behavior mod, where you reward it every single time it happens yeah. with this fun thing. And you use the desire to play to get you to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to start with a little tiny thing and you create this little space for it, and then you can grow it. Okay. Do you have to yes, but
1: bring it, I guess my, um, like it's it's i know how helpful it is like when i'm doing it like one of the the things that i really really notice when i'm doing it is my ability to shift my attention between tasks and like to engage in things i don't really want to do like feels so much easier it's you know from it's like i notice the the, the i don't want us and it's just like oh but i just then i just do it like you know and it's it's almost puzzling how much I found that it helps I just haven't been able to keep with it. and it's not that you know people complain about not being able to meditate because they have like you know a hundred thoughts going on in their head at the same time like I actually know and, and I've sort of learned to almost look forward to that I look at it as the I get to enjoy the feeder of my mind now I haven't meditated in quite some time so I go, I go you know I'll sit in a comfortable position and I'll you know turn my lights off and and maybe have some some background music maybe not Um, And I just know I'm going to pay attention to the gazillion thoughts going through my head because I know it's not going to be quiet and I'm okay with that. So actually Mm -hmm. I've learned to, to like that part of it, Mm -hmm. you know, but I haven't been able to stick with it.
0: So I said to a client this morning, like if there's even the slightest chance for a decision to be made, we're lost. Okay. You can't, it has to be just like this. There's no thinking. So, because then you, then there's choice and then there's just too many other things that are more important. And the idea, like, so you did it for a few weeks, which is awesome, but theoretically by behavior mod, I mean, I always, I like to show the YouTube video of just Jesse, which is a Jack Russell Terrier that like washes windows and puts dishes in the dishwasher and empties the trash. It's amazing. It's like, but if you can train just Jesse to do all those things, we can be trained to do 10 minutes of meditation before we play guitar. Like it's totally doable. And it's repetition. So, you, you know, the, whatever you make the cue as and the reward, you do that enough times so that the struggles, there's no choice, and you're sort of propelled. Like when I did it for myself, I remember I was like, it was a day off from the gym and I had the whole thing set up. I was like, I do not have to go to the gym today. I told permission not to go. And then I was lacing my shoes. I'm like, I do not have to go. And then I was like halfway there. Like, this is so weird. Like I don't need, and it was so ingrained, like it had just gotten to that point. So the whole struggle to start thing. Yeah, and I live for that. That's
1: yeah, and that's how I feel too with with exercise.
0: But you're gonna probably have to do it longer. The the research isn't 21 days to make a habit. I'm I'm
1: always like, that's a bunch of pop psychology. That's, Uh,
0: I heard the latest was somebody, I think it's from book. you recommended the one thing Mm -hmm. guy, I think uh, he said like the, is it the median, the mean
1: one of those averages
0: uh, is 66 days. Yeah. The easier it is the less time it takes, but that the average is actually 66 days. And so in in the book, and I totally recommend everybody actually hand clients sheets of star stickers because it's, Freakishly rewarding to put a sticker. <laughs> Most people, re- you know, like don't want to do it.
1: I'm all about star charts. Absolutely. Freakishly
0: rewarding. Love it. You know, there's all those streak apps, but I don't know. You have to open them up.
1: Yeah. You know, when I when I see, I, I sort of, um, it's really interesting because for me, when I see those streak apps, I sort of recoil at them because it's, because it, I think about the constant in ADHD, is it's inconsistent, right? So it's like, if I break my streak, that means I've ruined it all, and I think that's maybe too just disc- like that's just pushing my perfectionistic sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. because um, I, because I'm a, I'm of the believer, like, just if you don't do what you intended on doing tomorrow, you have another chance. Like to me, that's a much like healthier mindset. But are you saying that you think that streaks are important for? No, 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 okay. no. The way I, and the
0: way I have set up the program is like you, like you get all kinds of misses. Um, but I think maybe that's one of the reasons I like this star, the star like a sheet of paper with colorful stars on it because there's no like red, you failed thing. It's just a space. Um, and so mostly what you get, you know, I get from the picture is all the shiny stars. And the other thing about keeping the habit is if you have, uh, if you really don't have time, do the setup, like do one minute. Mm-hmm. Just to keep the pattern, mm-hmm. do whatever your cue thing is. Do one minute of pretend, even if it's just sitting in the thing with the pi- pillow, and then go do whatever's next. Just to hold that sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cue reward, cue reward. No, Q I get reward. it. I mean,
1: my, my background is, is in behaviorism, so I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, and that's the thing. So, and, and you know, and the, and again with my program, it's like you need a big, huge reward at the end. If you just track do just track it and you get some big reward that you've chosen for yourself and then you get weekly rewards and you get instant daily rewards
1: so what are some of the other uh pieces to so i li- like how you talked about focusing on sort of sequential time versus clock time as, as um, which makes a lot more sense being able to anchor it to something else that you're doing what are some of the other sort of steps or tips that you talk about for for overcoming procrastination
0: separate from the book you mean no Well, so here's the thing with the book is it's not really about procrastination and it's not really about ADHD. I mean, it is, but it's not, it ended up just being basically how to create habits from scratch. Um, and all the stuff that's in place is sort of to, is sort of an answer to the ADHD things. Okay. Slash procrastination things. So it's like, I mean, you and I think so similarly, like I haven't listened to all of your podcasts, but I know when I, I think you might've come to one of my talks in your first year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And then I went to one of yours. I'm like, you are the only other person, I swear, who thinks like I do and talks like I do and breaks things down. Yeah, and it's a compliment, you know, because I think I'm awesome. <laughs> but I, well, I feel yeah. like most of the things I would say to you, you totally already know. But I guess for the for the people at large... I mean, there's just so many tips. Can you narrow it down for me? Like if you're, it's really hard to get engaged in, oh, you want me to oh, do my timer? I do my timer thing. Respect your timer or it won't respect you.
1: Oh, yes. I, I, uh, yes.
0: Yeah. Talk about So it. one of those pieces of advice that it's in all the time management is just tell yourself you'll do something for five minutes because... It's very likely you will, and then you'll get engaged in it, and then you'll keep going, and then you'll be afraid to stop because you don't know when you'll ever start again, and then you'll keep going, and then you'll get too hungry and uncomfortable, and your back will hurt, and you'll have missed lunch because you're still so afraid to stop, and then you're going to have this completely negative association with the whole thing, more so than you had beforehand, and then the next time you say, I'm just going to do something for five minutes, you know you're lying to yourself. That's not going to work. I think it's even more that-
1: dangerous. I think it's that okay. you don't realize that you're lying to yourself. So you're not even consciously aware of where that internal resistance comes from.
0: Okay. Well, maybe, I mean, and maybe that's sort of what I'm trying to expose is like I'm saying you need to, if you say five minutes, it needs to be five minutes. Like yes. You need a timer and you need to stop. And stopping is such a thing for us. So if nothing else, it's practice stopping. Um, but it also rebuilds personal integrity with ourselves. We feel in general, so bad with all these things we say we're going to do. And then we let ourselves down. And there's one little way in which we can like, I did what I said I was going to do.
1: So what about people who say, well, what if I want to get it? If I, if I want to work longer than five minutes.
0: In the program, I'm pretty strict. I'm like, Nope. She cracks so the whip. Um, a slightly
1: more, huh? <laughs> so you crack the whip.
0: Oh, I, yeah. And it started as a teleclass a boot camp. So in my mind, I'm, I have a whip and I can crack it.
1: What? What would the, the American Psychological informed Association informed consent
0: then? Feel okay, so, <laughs> what? so what? What would the
1: American Psychological Association feel about um, you know cracking a whip? being well, yeah, you and I are issues? both
0: under the same similar licenses. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd be super happy. But I don't know. Maybe the sexology people would be all right with it.
1: Probably. Maybe we're in the wrong field.
0: Right field, wrong specialty.
1: Let's move on. <laughs>
0: No one's supposed to remember where I was.
1: <laughs> uh, we're talking about what's uh, Oh, if you, chains, if you don't want to stop.
0: Uh, okay. So when you're, when you're learning the habits, I say you actually need to stop. Completely stop. Disconnect. If nothing else for the practice. And then you get to choose. Actually deliberately choose if you're going to keep doing it. Okay. I say for the first 21 days, because that's how the program is set up try not to do something else. You can come back to it if you like it so much. And when, in order to get back into something more easily, you and I had this conversation, I think it's like, I say lately, leave yourself a little thread. You can um, just grab a hold of and gets you back into the project. And yours was, what was yours?
1: Trail of crumbs.
0: Trail of crumbs. And like, it's a note, like, this is what I was thinking and this would be the very next step. And the very next step, don't like completely finish a chunk because then you have to all that engagement and leave part of that open like the very ending part like if you have to address Mm, something and make the next step no thinking mind numbingly easy to get Mm. yourself back into it and your head then eventually gets back into it
1: when you said about um when you're you're practicing really try to stick with it that that um um reminded me there's a book that i read a while back uh called the the art of practicing has to do with uh it's like piano um And um, there's a line in there that I remember reading talking about it says something like, you know, we hear like practice makes perfect. And then they in this book, they argue that no, practice does not make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect, which, you know, for everyone that listens to me, they're like, are you encouraging perfectionism? No, what I'm saying is is that if you want to, to get better at a skill, do the skill accurately the way you want to actually do it. Um, Cause I, you know, when I'm a self-taught musician and um, I used to, like the way I used to play is I, I would play as fast as I could, maybe as loud as I could. And, um, but looking at my, my play, honestly, you know, there was a lot of sloppiness to, to my play. And I think I, and it, it made, it was really breaking down the idea of muscle memory, right? It's like, so if you do something accurately and really get that precise, right? And you do that over and over again, you're going to be able to then speed up and then create variation and continue the accuracy in doing that so that was the, the linkage that i drew in, in my head and i've been doing a lot more music lately so that's been on my mind
0: so i'm of two minds to that i could see the one dry. is i one is i think you're talking about the setup of it in which case i totally agree like if i'm if we're talking about setting this thing up whatever you do in that first five minutes can be messy and awful as long as it's you're tending to, trying to do the thing, then it can be, doesn't have to be perfect practice, but the setting it up and keeping the structure, that I would say. Um, But in that, there needs to be room to just mess up. But in terms of the music, I had the, the director of my last play basically say the same thing, which is, you know, you need to rehearse each, I don't know who said it, with as much energy as you're going to then, because that's what you are practicing. You are learning to do it that way.
1: So you know, like when I'm good, when I'm giving a a, a larger presentation, um, like I, I will typically rehearse my opening and closing. Um, and when I'm when I'm practicing it, um, you know, I if I make a mistake on it, I start over. Like I, I don't just I don't keep going. So it sort of seems like it's – So looking at the integrity of the act that you're trying to do. So if it's the setting the timer for five minutes. Um, it's not necessarily what you do for that five minutes, but just doing something for five minutes and sticking with it. So that's that's really the, the, the connection I was trying to to make there. Cool. So more of the integrity of what you're, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because okay.
0: everything gets done by time and effort, basically.
1: And magical thinking, no.
0: I don't find things get done really well that way, oh, do you?
1: Man, I, I, I <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> miracles. Magical um, thinking
0: gets done that way,
1: right? Um, you know, elves. No, oh,
0: there's so many tangents we can go off on. My my favorite magical thinking one is if something takes normally it takes you 45 minutes to get somewhere, and once you get there in 22 minutes, forever after you think you can get there in 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, what are some of the other tips that you share in the book?
0: I've oh, got to narrow this down for me. Um, in the okay, I'm just going to mix them up from the book or from.
1: And I kind of if book. it's not in the book, you know, it's just whatever comes to your mind.
0: Um, can you give me a like <laughs> narrow it down? Okay. What else? What?
1: So, uh, <laughs> the. Uh... Oh, I got one. Okay, great.
0: We we'll keep thinking in the awesome. meantime. So. So I have primarily inattentive ADHD, which is apparently not a thing anymore. The the thing apparently I have is attention deficit hyperactivity, just sort of hyperactivity, which is ridiculous. Um, Anyway, where was I? Okay, so activation and initiation? Yes. Major, major struggle. So I can see from here my couch. It's a nice couch. It's not the greatest couch, but it's great enough that I can sit there and be completely stuck and even though I know I need to do things, sorry, there's stuff outside. And I can be sitting on the couch going, do it, do it? I can't do it. So one of the, the things I recommend for people who are really stuck and immobilized, like physically, you know, I don't know. If, I think you probably get it. There's like a physical paralysis yes. that feels like it's going on. Yes. Um that was one of the most liberating things I learned about ADHD when I heard like this is more of a can't than a won't because it used to be what is, you know, why won't I do this anyway? So one tip to get out of the couch is to take your cell phone and set an obnoxious timer for five or 10 minutes and then throw it across the room onto a soft surface. Yep. And then you have to get up to go get it.
1: I, I and often then you need to that. keep,
0: keep you do really.
1: Yes. I have um, I have this timer. Uh, it's called uh, my power clock um so it opens so, so what, when when you have it open it will, a melody will play but when you close it it will vibrate and so i have a carpet but it's on a wood floor and so i will toss it onto the wood part of the floor which you know if you have a something vibrating normal. on something that's wood it's really loud and annoying so i will often like i'll be sitting at my desk and i'll just take this and I'll kind of roll it on the ground so it lands by the door it's great
0: it's so funny. I mean, really, I swear you and I are like the only two people that say stuff to that extent.
1: So a similar,
0: a similar, you want to do, you want to go? You, you, you Is had your a, podcast. You
1: had an, a, somewhere between an invention and a, and a, a sort of a stand-up bit that you've done. Will you, can you do that? Can you talk about that?
0: Well, it's my, I, I assume you're referring to my couch with yeah. invention. Like yeah. I don't understand why nobody has yet made a couch with a timer and an auto eject feature. And then spikes come out, so I can't sit back down.
1: I think we should start a Kickstarter campaign.
0: Uh, Calendars that drop out of the ceiling and just automatically open to the page. And then a voice comes out and a voice says where you need to be. And then the hands come out and push you in the right direction.
1: (laughs) I love it. I've had um, ideas about, so I have issues with getting to bed on time. um, Because I have a real bad case of one more thingitis. So one of the ideas that I have has to, To sort of do with electric shock and um the safe zone you
0: you took that from me no no you didn't because i didn't want one of my stand-up bits about the office and the okay go ahead okay no you didn't it's different go
1: and and so the idea is that your safe zone is your bed so as long as you're in your bed at the desired time it will sort of work like a dog collar invisible fence you know and um so as long as you're in that zone at that specific time um you're okay if you're if you're not in that zone at that time, you start getting shocks, and the shocks will sort of increase with, with time. And I think that in my imaginary uh, you know invention that about this, um, the other added feature would be is your phone with you, because if your phone is with you, it's not going to work. You'll still get shocked. So I need to have the phone outside of that fence, and just have me and my bed and nothing else, because I'll then get into bed and. Crazy. So I'll get into bed and say, ah, oh, right, I'm in bed early today, so I'm going to give myself permission to look at the, my oh. phone." And then I end up falling even later than I than I would have otherwise. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh.
0: yeah. Getting in early. So the one that I invented, the one one of my things that just seemed terribly cruel was about helping people stay at their desk at work. And the same exact idea, an electronic dog fence, where if you get up to leave your desk, you get shocked.
1: <laughs> the struggle is real, you know.
0: A client said that to me today I'm like you're the second person that said that to me this week what is going on where did that come from he's like oh what's a thing now like
1: <laughs> it's just trending i don't know is real um so I, I think i shared this a couple episodes ago on the podcast about a um, something that i discovered with my wife um, that actually works we talk about sort of that getting stuck so um, i was this one day i was i was like just so stuck i was like laying in bed um, I wasn't. had like, already been up for the day, whatever, but I was just laying in bed and I was just like stuck, stuck. Like I could not move. Cool. Right. And I, and I was sharing this with her. I was like, oh, I'm, just, I'm so stuck. Like I know I got to get ready. She's like, okay. She's like what I want you to do is just focus on your right leg. Just focus on it. It's like, okay. I want you to lift your right leg. So I just did that and it got some movement going. Then I want you to do the other one. And now put your right hand next to you to to support you as you're about to get up. Okay. Now do your left hand. Okay. Now turn your body. And she broke the steps down of what my body needed to do to get up. And it was sort of a joke, but it totally worked. And from then on out, whenever I get stuck, that's what we do. That's so cool. Ah, I need a wife.
0: So a similar one is if you're stuck at the couch, move your, wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, because it's physics. An object in rest stays the rest, an object in motion, it, unless it, uh, by an external thingy, like, yeah, the struggle is real. Like that not being able to move thing and you people on the outside watching us, we're trying.
1: <laughs> like the, the the notion of, oh, in the worst, and there's been times where I've been at my office where Let's see, I know that I need to to work later, That like an unusual thing where, because typically I will have my wife set an alarm for me at home uh, so that it will go off. So if I'm at home at that specific time, like it'll lick my family. Like it's amazing. It's an amazing strategy.
0: You, you did know? that for waking up in the mornings too, right?
1: No. So th- you, this is for getting so to get else? home at night.
0: Oh, okay. Was it somebody, I think it was, you had an alarm by the bedroom and if you didn't, get there in time to turn it off. That was it. It was you. Yeah. At night, right? right? Yes. Then it woke her up.
1: Exactly. And, and, yeah. and my son. So
0: I remember um, everything.
1: And so on the rare occasion where I just know that like I have an extraordinary amount of work to do. Um, and so I know I'm going to be staying late um, in my office. And then it, like, and fortunately, this is maybe happened once or twice in the last year. So it's a, it's not, not been a prevalent issue, but it used to be a, a bigger one. I remember being in my office like two or three in the morning you know, working on something and almost being in tears because I'm like, I want to go home. And like I keep doing one more thing. And like, and I was like saying out loud to myself, like, I just need to stop. And it was like, it felt like it just felt like I had no control over it. And it was, it was, um, it's, it's almost frightening in some ways, you know, because it's like you see yourself, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. But it's like you cannot disengage, and yeah. um, it, it was just so so frustrating.
0: That's and that's exactly when we did our pre-talk. That's exactly what I was talking about. It's just so that and that was such a horrible feeling. We're smart. We know better. That does not help.
1: <laughs> what do you have any strategies for hyperfocus?
0: Well, it's kind of what you're talking about in a little way, right? Yeah. For getting out of hyperfocus. Yeah, yeah you get in it much more than I do. <laughs>
1: I've gotten better, though.
0: I mean, it, it's a little more tend. I mean, anything external, right? So I think I told you at the beginning of this thing. I was trying to figure out how to get Siri for a client. You know, to, Siri, can you turn my phone into airport mode in ten minutes so that the Facebook thing would automatically? Because he couldn't stop. Right. Then none of us. It's the thing. Um, one of the things I it's a it's a little different, but it's like if you have to do something that you know is yucky. Um, Do it in like and you have lunch coming up with a friend do it in front of something nice and pleasurable because that will shake It will stop you because we seem to usually be able to stop for other people We can do things for other people. We can't do for ourselves so that can help you end. like if you know, you're going into a rabbit hole if you can Put it in front of something like that and then that also changes the mood Um, It's you know, it's prevention as much as humanly possible Because when I'm in one, when I'm on Amazon and I'm researching printers or whatever it is, and I, I can't, I just at, pretty much at this point, I just, I don't fight it. It's like trying to fight emotions. <laughs> so I think it's like, you know what? This is, this is the thing. And if I, I think if I fight it less, it's easier to get out of.
1: Kim, do you think that maybe you and I could go in on hiring a professional shopper?
0: Um. No, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> you want to
1: hire me to be your professional shop? Would it be easier for you to shop for somebody else?
0: Oh, and all anything is easier for somebody else. All the emotion is taken out of, and all the absolute perfectionism is mm. taken out, and the they don't know that they could have gotten it without tax if they looked for, like a different seller. <laughs>
1: Oh uh, this is why i love like stores like trader joe's there's like one option for that product yeah. There's not like yeah. 40 options for that product and oh uh, yeah okay so what i want to do really quickly is we're going to take a, a quick break um when we come back i want you to share uh with us and have a conversation about the the process that you went through writing this book because it was quite a struggle for you <laughs> In episode 152, when I was talking to Dr. Russell Barkley, I was sharing with him about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. And I was curious as to his perspective about what the research says regarding the use of accountability and having accountability partners uh, as I was explaining to him sort of the format of the group. And here was his response to my question.
2: It's absolutely essential, absolutely essential. If I had to pick the number one accommodation to make for children and adults with ADHD, uh, it is around this issue of being accountable more often, more quickly, uh, more saliently, and by salient I mean more obviously to you, than another person has to be because your frontal lobe is where people do this naturally through their self-awareness and self-monitoring and keeping themselves accountable and on track and on top and so on. And it's harder to do that with ADHD because of the functional effectiveness problems of of that part of the brain. And, And so that's why you need to offload this onto other things around you, onto your coaches, onto your calendars, into your technology and your, you know, your scheduling and your outlook and, you know, any way you can to make the environment more likely to keep you accountable, including using other people other people are some of the best forms of personal accountability by committing in front of them publicly to what you agree to do and meeting with them periodically over short periods of time so an incredibly important idea we agree Join the next ADHD
1: Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group. Go to coachingrewired.com to learn more, to see upcoming session dates, schedules, and to find out when you can register. Registration is by appointment. Take the next step. Go to coachingrewired.com and let me know you're interested. That's coachingrewired.com. Do you have a question about productivity or ADHD that you'd like me to answer? Do you have a topic you want to talk to me about? Join us every second Tuesday of the month at 1230 p.m. Central Time for an hour of live Q&A. To register, go to erictibbers.com slash events. You can ask me questions live on video or enter it in the Q&A box during the event or submit your questions ahead of time. Your questions may be heard on an upcoming episode. To confirm dates and times and to register, go to EricTibbers.com/events. See you there. And we are back. All right. So that was a that was such a fun break. I love breaks. That was fun. <laughs> Having uh you know cigarettes and coffee and no just, I don't even know why I said that. I I was just thinking of like, what do people do during breaks like in in the 1980s? Like, I don't know where my brain is going right now. Like, I was was like, I was born in 1980.
0: Back in the 80s? How I do even want to know how old you were in the 80s? Well, I was born in 1980. Oh, Lord.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, and Kim was born in 1979?
0: Not going to say. I've got nothing to say. I just do remember how people took breaks in the 80s. That's all I'm saying.
1: And it was cigarettes and coffee. Sure. <laughs> okay. Oh boy! And this is why I typically—you were so right, Kim. This is why I do these interviews in the morning. This, yeah. This is typically, you know. Okay. And I didn't. I didn't meditate or uh, or play guitar uh, during the, the time between talking to Russell.
0: I love you. that it's you falling apart, and not me. It's usually me. So
1: this is great. I'm glad I can provide that for you. It's Thank
0: like, you um, so much.
1: I'm, it feels good to do a service for others okay so let's talk about your book so the there were I think it was the first chat conference you I think we were talking about how your book is coming out oh,
0: this is gonna be so humiliating
1: but you're oh. gonna be understood here Kim and I think yeah. that, you know it's the listeners we we understand shame we understand <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, we, it's, we talk so I much am, about this on the podcast I because it's such bad. an important issue yeah, you know, in,
0: in some ways I have, I could probably definitely go to the shame place about it. And then the other way is, it's so remarkable that it exists, that I stuck with it. So it's way worse than you even know, Eric. This idea came to me in 19, when did I move to LA? 2001, 2000, 911, okay. uh, 2009, right?
1: Nine, I don't nine know. 11, 2009,
0: 2009, I'm pretty sure is, no, no, not 2009. 2001? Was that, yes. Yeah. I think it was 2001 or 2000. It was right around there. Okay. And I wrote the whole thing out. I lay the whole thing out. I did the program for myself. It was amazing. It was amazing. Um, it was so effective. And I'm like, this has to be a book. And then I was leading it out of my living room. Two thousand. Okay, December 31st, 2015. It existed in the world on Amazon.
1: That's 14, 14 years.
0: And it was so hard. And I still don't think it's done, which is, you know, if we were going to talk about a piece of it, it would that would be it. But it just took, it was wildly disorganized, and there were pieces of paper everywhere. And so I had hired somebody, and she helped me, like, organized the crazy pieces of paper and then she decided to go back to grad school and become a therapist so she left the nerve. and then i hired somebody else who took that whole organization and did her whole own thing with it and made a, a horrid mess out of it mm. and then she got a boyfriend and left <laughs> and but i kept trying like i i might cry i'm actually gonna cry i had made a commitment to Um, my college boyfriend who was also my best friend who got killed in an avalanche right before he died, I'd made a commitment to him that I would finish this thing, um, which is in the dedication. And I don't know how much of it helped me stick to it, but definitely part of it. And it was like, it just has to be out in the world. Like if I, if I suddenly die and this thing is, even if it's not, if it's useful to one human being, it has to be not in my head anymore. So so yes, it now exists. And yes, at Chad conferences, I was like, book coming soon with the big cartoon. Cause it was, and it was this horrible joke. And I don't mean, you, when everybody was like, so did you finish the book yet? Each year. <laughs> Can I show up at that Chad conference one more time without the damn thing? And I'm going to have to do it done.
1: You know, you, you, Fine. you have one more book published than I do. It's I can't, I mean, I, I, <sighs> First of all, thank you for for sharing that. I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know the piece about uh, your your ex boyfriend. Um, yeah. So you know the the resilience that that has to take to to really persevere and push through the stick to
0: itiveness. Yeah. In spite of all the, it was a mess, and it's not what I wanted it to be.
1: Do you think that that it ever would have been though? Because I wonder about that, like myself. You know when. Um, yeah, you because know, i'm i'm a person that always sees how things can be improved and so i wonder like do you think that if you got this book done in a year like do you think you would still feel the same way
0: the way things were going mm-hmm. so i'm not sure now like i f- feel like i should maybe try to fix it um but the way things were at that point i was i every single step of the way i got so tangled up in perfectionism every single step of the way. And if I waited for that thing to be just what I wanted or perfect, never going to be out in the world. So I had to, I had wow. to just like out of the nest and fly. If you've got a broken wing, I'm really sorry. I like, it just had to go. So I don't know. I'm like, maybe the next one will be, but like, what am I thinking?
1: Are you working <laughs> on
0: another one? No, no, I'm working on it in my head though. I'm like, Okay, what's not right about that one? And should so it I know be? a
1: good procrastination book that oh. really breaks things down to a really, really like
0: to work habits? To <laughs> admit but, but, but this piece is the decision making perfectionism confusion tangle. complex. so I complicate things. Mm. And very when I was, I think, familiar like, with that tangle, yeah. When I think when I, was, when I was really young, my grandfather said, Don't complicate the situation. Because even then I was making things complicated. And so there's like all these possibilities and contortions and I could do it this way and this way and just leave it the way it is and make it into a class so that more people can actually use it and maybe get a benefit around it. And,
1: and that's what you said it was originally uh, designed to be as a, as a class, right?
0: It, it was a class. It was a four week. Well, sometimes six week. If I change it, it was a class. It was mm-hmm. very determinedly four weeks, step by step and you really, it could be done. Yeah, it could definitely be done without me, but with a little bit more help than a book, because books and ADHD, come on, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the joke.
1: So, so it says, says the author of books. Says
0: the author of a book, with a lot of white space though, seriously.
1: That's so important. It's so, yeah. so important. Um, so you have this, this really good content now, I this wonder... is the
0: guy who hasn't read the book. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it is really good content, though. But, but I,
1: here, here's why, I, without you re- reading the book, well, actually I did read like three pages of it. But I, we've had so many conversations, Ken, that I know how you think about things, yeah. right? And so, if the way you think about things is in that book, it's a good book. Thank. You. That, that's you know that's my um, not reading the book opinion. That's my judging the book by the the cover author.
0: Well, thank you for I was fishing and you you grabbed onto that hook, so thank you. Uh, it,
1: was, it was it was good bait though. <laughs> it was tasty.
0: Anyway, you were saying. <laughs>
1: um so the do you still with this book do you like work with your clients with it?
0: Uh, the ideas are solid.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, all the time. But there's so much sounds like there's so much of that shame perfectionism that you haven't been promoting it,
0: oh yeah,
1: totally, and so there's this really good work uh I'm assuming it's really good. It's really potentially awesome work um it, Kim is awesome, so you know I'm, I'm gonna put the the, the um I'm, uh, your character I'm assuming is in the the uh the book because I know you you're sort of a you have a, a huge heart you're you're have a huge sense of humor. Um, you understand real like the absurdity in, in some of these struggles, and like, I I have to imagine that that is in the book. Can I share a Kim story?
0: I know I haven't pre-screened it, and I haven't asked. I know. It. I know. Sure, sure. Go it's, for it's, it. it. I'm I'm so, so out. I'm totally out.
1: Well, ADHD. So. I think it was like the, is it three, maybe three conferences ago at Chad?
0: Oh, pick one. There's going to be a story
1: for each one. Well, no, well, it's, it's, it's the, they connect.
0: The connect, the cumulative. Okay, go. I'm ready.
1: I think this is the one where you, um, the, which one was the one that the, 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 you missed the flight. Baltimore. Okay. So, oh, no,
0: that was one after Baltimore. First I flew, then I want to ruin your story. The one where I missed the flight was
1: two ago okay so you missed a flight because you left your like wallet or something
0: oh that one no that was the first
1: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like every single conference i think i've seen you at there's been some fiasco of you getting there like there was one where you actually went to the wrong city
0: i flew into the wrong airport because there was a drop down menu and i didn't know there was going to be more than one for dc it was in baltimore i was supposed to go to baltimore
1: there was another yeah. one where, like,
0: where I was in the cab, and I did not have my ID could not find it didn't it wasn't in my wallet. And so we had to come all the way back. And then I couldn't find it. And it was like in the bag that I was like riding my bike with I had taken it out. Oh, my God. Somehow I caught that plane. And then the last in the chain was, okay, I called the cab a little bit late. But he got lost. Totally too late finding the place. It's completely his fault that I missed that flight,
1: totally missed that flight <laughs> so uh, three in a
0: row at least
1: I, I don't think I shared this story with you. I know I've shared it on the podcast, but just uh just you know what, one more sort of a thing to to say we are kind of the same person so th- at this year's chad conference um i don't did I tell you this I don't know uh, that no
0: uh, because I was in my play, and I wasn't there okay. at all
1: that's right, that's right so um i you know, i I get into uh the um Orange County uh, Airport. Um, what's the airport? The Wayne something. Uh, yeah. John Wayne. Yeah, thank you. I was like Fort Wayne, Wayne something. John. Okay, so, uh, so I got into that airport. Not
0: not LAX, but right, the, the Orange LA.
1: County. Okay, all right. So I got at the airport, and I even looked up the number of the the shuttle just to make sure that I was on the right, you know, doing the right thing. So I get on the uh, get on the shuttle, and uh, it takes me to uh, the. Um, uh so the, the the hyatt in um in orange county the huntington beach Hyatt. Right. so oh, I, I go to law lo- i go to register no. and i'm like sir, we don't have your your name here
0: huntington beach is far
1: what what well, was all well okay so I, they, they didn't have my name there so like then they asked me did maybe you're at the orange county one i'm like oh wait which one is this so it was like the one the other one on the stop that the shuttle goes um, so then they call over there and I'm not they don't have me in there either. And then so they say, hmm, like, like, is it possible you're at the Hilton? Oh
0: my
1: god. But then I go, um, let me check my confirmation registration oh, thing. Eric, and I'm like, Yes. This I'm is not.
0: why I love you so much.
1: <laughs> so at the Hilton, so wrong hotel, wrong town. Oh,
0: i love it it was i was
1: I, laughing the entire time because i was oh, like you, my you, you God. can't make this stuff up because <laughs> <laughs> last year's was was at the hyatt so it's you know it's an understandable i thing.
0: no no i was on the phone with them like no i know i have a gold something because they made me sign up when i registered. checked out last year same different hotel
1: they both start with h you know yeah like
0: and a similar amount of letters too i'm sure if we yeah. counted
1: yeah like come on <laughs> um okay so uh speaking of things that have to do with tables
0: you also have to go i'm having a lot of fun five but minutes, you had okay. something happening yeah
1: yeah and okay um like <laughs> conversations like this need to happen in the morning okay so um your, your class something that you and i need to talk about and, and I'm, yes. we're gonna um i'm putting it out there because uh you know, when I first started uh, the the idea for my coaching groups, this is, I think, when I was doing a – where my intention of the podcast wasn't even to be an interview show. That sort of just happened. I sort of got distracted by something, and then it happened. Um, but during that, like, the first like, 15, 16 episodes, um, before I started doing, doing interviews, I had just sort of on an impulsive whim just said – so I'm gonna be doing these coaching groups and I'm gonna have more information coming really soon. And I think I said that for about eight weeks. I kept saying, I'll have more information next wow. week.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't you feel good right now? I do. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna uh, sort of take the same light, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe um, put myself out there with you if you want.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: So what do you, maybe get on YouTube and uh, in the comments on social media and on the website, um, Comments about this. What if Kim and I were to maybe create an online course together using the content from her program? Eh, eh. What do you think? Me? Yeah. Eh? Oh,
0: yeah. I, I, I think we have to do some video too. Yes. Because this is just too fun. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, and that is one of my goals for this year: is to create an online class. Mine too. I think that you guys just witnessed history in the making. At you the guys want to take uh,
0: our class? At the very... I will say one of the reasons I think I actually also got the book done is because I kept talking about it in the presentations I was doing at the conferences and people were like, we really want your book. And I was like, what? But I, I believed them. So that helps a lot. Yeah.
1: What if we did a, um, a, contest of some kind where someone can win a copy of the book plan that we probably should have planned out ahead of time but really yeah. good ideas um so how would this work oh, let's think on our feet here
0: because i tried to do that whole coupon thing that didn't work
1: all right so here here's the um so when this when this uh this um episode is posted on my facebook page if uh, if you want to Share an idea for for the contest or something that you think is really cool. Post the idea, and then I'll like it. And then everyone will respond to it. And then the winner of that 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 contest that has no rules at this point yet will get a copy of Kim's book. We have to stop this interview.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea.
1: <laughs> okay, Kim, thank you so much. This is so much fun. I, I do wish we had more time, but I'm, I
0: bet they don't. You know what? I
1: have I have a, I have a really cool app on my computer. That is it's called, um, what is it called? Uh, next appointment. Um, let me see if I can get, next meeting. And what it does is it just puts in that, the white sort of status bar, like w- how many minutes until my next appointment and who it's That's with, cool. which is awesome because I could add a glance to see what the my countdown. next appointment is. Yes, yes. And so right now it's telling me in two minutes. So uh, yeah, we gotta go. Kim, how can people reach you?
0: Uh, www.procrastinationdoctor.com which is all spelled out. My apologies. P-R-O-C-R-A-S-T-I. Oh, he'll put it up for you. Um, YouTube channel, ProcrastinationDR. Uh, there's email in there. There's a newsletter sign-up link. You won't get many newsletters, but, you know, a few theoretically. Want to be in my loop? Sign up for it. Things do come through there eventually. Every once in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a phone number and address. Uh, I I have a Facebook page, but I'm terrible about the whole Facebook page thing. But I, I don't know what to say about the Facebook page thing. But he's got to go. So I'm going to put all the link links for in the, the show email notes. thingy. Yes. Absolutely. Email me. I that would be fun. Things you would like to know more about. Anything.
1: Kim, thank you so much You're for coming for so on. And was, this was a lot of fun. This so, great. all the links will be in the show notes uh, on my website um, and uh, on, for, for YouTube. It will be in the description below. All right, Kim, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. This has been Eric Tivers, and I want to thank you for listening and congratulations for making it to the end. ADHD Rewired is more than just a podcast. We are a community focused on learning, growing, and connection. The website is ADHDrewired.com. You can find summaries and additional resources for each episode, learn more about the ADHD Rewired Coaching and Accountability Group, and more. It's all at ADHDrewired.com. Don't just be a passive listener, be an active member of the community. Submit your request to join our free and growing community on Facebook. Watch for a message for me on Facebook because I screen everyone before they come in the group. Podcasts do change lives. You can make a difference in someone's life by spreading the word about this podcast. Share it online or share it with a friend. If you're a member of Chad or any other ADHD support group, let people know about this show. And if you really loved this episode, please hit share on your podcast player. One of the biggest things you can do to support this podcast and help other people discover it is to leave an honest rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher. If you can't figure out how to do it, message me on Facebook or through my website and I'll be happy to walk you through it. Looking for more ways to listen and learn? Get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial at Audible by using my affiliate link at audibletrial.com slash ADHD Rewired. Not sure where to start? Start with Brene Brown's The Gift of Imperfections or her six-hour recorded workshop, The Power of Vulnerability. This is Eric Tivers reminding you that when you spend time to plan, you will save time that you could spend later. Until next time.